Losing weight is not about jumping from one mass diet to the other, hoping that one of them sticks. It's about having a custom-made diet that fits you and putting systems in place that make it effortless to stick to so you can keep the weight off forever. Amir's been advising world's top entrepreneurs on how to do just that all day, every day, for over 10 years. If you want to lose weight, have endless energy, and get ripped, all without starvation, cardio, or giving up carbs, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit TalkToAmir.com. Here's Amir. Hey there, what's up guys? I hope you're having an awesome Monday. It is, um, I don't know what October it is, but the weather's gorgeous and I'm enjoying the fall. So I'm hoping you are too. So in today's video, I wanna talk about the reasons that the last, Mark, what's up brother? Why your last diet failed and exactly what to do to succeed on your next one. Now, I was actually thinking about a couple minutes ago, what are the three top reasons that someone, hey Nor, what's up? Um, Mark, <laughs> yes sir, absolutely. So, um, as you can probably guess, there's not three, there are no three reasons that the diets mostly fail or most diets mostly fail. There are many, many reasons for that, but here are the three main major one, like big, big, big one. So the first one is obviously it's the wrong diet, meaning you tried some kind of, don't you ever have to diet? Uh, no, Mark, I do not have to diet, meaning I have a system in place that makes it automatic, effortless, and enjoyable for me to be on that allows me to just be at the body fat percentage that I want, which is like roughly 10, 11%. Um, and I just stay on that. I don't have to diet. Of course, if I have a photo shoot or some specific reason that I need to be at, you know, six or 7%, then yes, I would have a changes to my diet and, or I'm doing some kind of a specific experiment like I am now. I'm actually now on a 16th day of it. Um, I got fat, quote unquote. So I got to 13% body fat. Um, and then I'm doing a 30 day experiment to go from that to ripped in 30 days. This is actually going to be a Am I a vegan? God, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Do diets fail or is it that people lack discipline? Hey, Michael. So, um, why, so let me ask you this, guys watching here. Why do you think your last diet failed? So let me know in the comments below. So if you did not succeed, let's say you, and by the way, it doesn't have to be a diet. Anything that you have tried that said that had a desired result of losing weight. Hey, Brad, what's up? Brad, I was thinking about you today, brother. Uh, 15th of October is coming up. You know that SOP? Uh, I'm going to have a bunch of excuses for that, but keep me accountable. So um, anyway, so guys, let me know. Let me know what are, or what do you think is the one reason that your last diet failed? Or rather, whatever it is that you tried in order to lose weight, and let's say whatever it is, get visible abs or get ripped or whatever, just get you know, in a little better shape or just being a little healthier, whatever the outcome of that approach that you, what is the um, one reason or the biggest reason you think that it failed? Why wasn't? So Mark says, last diet was so restrictive, I gave up. So the, uh, that actually is the one, the number one reason that I wanted to talk about is the, you know, someone, let's say a man or a woman tries to lose weight and they go technically on a, or um, most commonly, they start some kind of a mass diet. So they see what it is that's, um, you know, popular now, let me try keto diet, let me try veganism, let me try intermittent fasting or whatever other thing. Um, 
to lose weight and of course they see it doesn't work simply because it's not customized for them it is not tailored for them so if i took any of the stupid diets out there for example ketogenic diet which is a extremely high fat low extremely low carb diet or rather it's not really extremely high fat it's supposed to be high fat but in reality most people end up eating like 60 70 percent fat it's just extremely low carb diet as such it is unsustainable long-term for a vast majority of people. Now, is there an odd person somewhere that can be, you know, spend the rest of their lives on 25 grams of, per, of carbs per day? Maybe, I'm sure there is, and you know, that's possible. But again, first, it's probably one out of a million people can do that, number one. Number two, it's completely unnecessary. You don't have to. So why on earth would you if you don't have to, right? It's just like saying, you know, you could, take a you know stick and beat yourself up 100 times every day with it you probably could survive that but why would you it's completely unnecessary that's literally what ketogenic diet is it's unnecessary so as mark said you know his last um diet was so restrictive that he gave up okay so this is the definition of a wrong diet so just like oh i always say um you know the greatest advice in the world not acted upon because that person couldn't act on it is bad advice so if I give you a quote-unquote perfect diet, but nobody can stick to it, that sucks as a diet, and I suck as a teacher if I do that. It's exactly what the keto and you know fasting coaches do. But again, it's easy to understand because they don't know anything else. They don't even know that what they're talking about. So you know you can't really blame them. It's okay. Um, so that's the number one reason unsustainability because the diet is wrong it's simply not customized and tailored for you number two reason for most people's uh, diet that fail and they almost always fail like studies uh, and actual um, actual stats show officially they're saying you know 20 percent of um, people actually lose some weight but when you look at the numbers of people who actually lose weight and keep it off for six months or longer it's really almost almost 100 almost nobody does it it's like less than one percent of people are actually able to lose weight and keep it off so because it you know for all these reasons as i said the number one is unsustainability number two reason is unrealistic expectations I have talked about this probably you know a million times and you guys who've been here for quite a while you already know uh, you know that um, I've probably mentioned this you know every third time that I ever did the post or anything and that is you can lose about one maybe two pounds of body fat per week that is what you can expect when it comes to realistic intelligently set up diet that is sustainable if you lose more than that it will not be body fat you will just be losing water hey roger you'll just be losing muscle you'll just be losing you know intestinal matter the stuff that's just sitting in your intestines normally and that's exactly what for example the um stupid cleanses do right you go on a stupid cleanse for three days and these juices and stupidities that i see literally every day on my feed out of my five thousand friends you know 20 of them every day are going to start some kind of a stupid cleanse juice cleanse and now the newest stupidity is 21 day fasting like you don't eat anything for 21 days i mean if, if you think it you know how stupid can we get no we can always get dumber than that trust me there, there's no end so if for 21 days you don't eat anything no food yeah you'll survive sure but you know um how much body fat you will lose in 21 days very 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 little most of the weight that people lose is of course water number one number two they're gonna lose a ton of muscle as well and they're gonna have a horrible experience most people who try this five or seven days in give in basically they say okay i'm gonna give up because this is unsustainable it's horrible i feel terrible of course there's no food like how can you f expect to feel great when you're eating no food it's just 
like blows my mind and but then here's the actual real problem with that you try something that doesn't work because you tried something that has no chance of working it's just like if i tried to be a marathon runner today imagine i said hey guys i'm really committed i used to be a professional triathlete and i loved running and now i'm going to be a uh, i'm going to be the world uh marathon winner like i'm going to be you know the number one marathon runner in the world Never mind that, you know, I'm 36 years old, that I weigh 220 pounds. So both of those things, just right at the bat, out of the bat, you know, I cannot be the, the world's marathon, you know, uh, like winner. I can't be that. Physically, theoretically, there's not, nothing in this world. Like marathon runners weigh 120, 140 pounds, whatever. They don't weigh 220. So I can't do that. So if I try to go for something that's completely impossible, this is literally what's happening when you try some of the stupid diets. They're set up so most people fail on him just like that stupid you know 75 uh, hard whatever um, basically a, a you know challenge 75 hard challenge 75 days and the idea is great i'm actually gonna uh do it a challenge it's gonna be a, a very intelligently set up version of that so you all guys i hope you're gonna jump on that it's gonna be completely free um probably or i'm gonna have you pay something and donate that money somewhere just so there's some commitment of your end but it's generally gonna be free um but we're gonna do it intelligently so if i said you know here's a so for example let's say i say hey mark listen all you gotta do is you know, just eat chicken and broccoli, you know, every day, four times a day. You cannot have any other food, nothing, nothing. You can't have any carbs. You can't have any fats. You can't have any sweets. That's all you got to do. Just eat chicken and broccoli three times a day, drink water, and that's it. Just do that for six months and you'll be ripped. Okay, would that work? Yes. That. Hey, Omir, what's up, brother? Yes, would it work? Of course. But that system is so, uh, theoretically, you can do that. But in real world, nobody can nobody can do that so if i said hey you know it's very simple just eat chicken and broccoli three times a day do that for six months don't eat anything else great it's going to work but one out of maybe 10 million people is actually going to be able to do that so all the other ones that fail you know how did i help them i didn't it's just a stupid approach because it has no chance of working for vast majority of people so unrealistic expectations are usually you know, it's a combination of it basically comes from not understanding how this whole thing works. Um, and, you know, if you look at, for example, uh, shows like like um, uh, Biggest Loser, where you have people losing 15 pounds of fat every week. Well, you can do that if you are, you know, a 500 pound guy or a 400 pound woman. They put you in a like basically lock you up so you can't eat whatever you want that you can actually eat 600 calories that they give you. And you have trainers and whoever screaming and yelling at you for eight hours a day to do exercise until you drop dead or you know close to that that's literally what biggest loser is and of course so some of you who are who have been in the uh, i would say at least interested in this field may have heard like two or some maybe two years ago the famous study now become became famous study that basically uh took all the winners of biggest loser shows of the seasons and realized that every single one of them gained weight uh back and they're all you know if a man was 400 pounds now he's 450 if a woman was 300 now now she's 400 etc etc of course because stupidity like you know starve yourself to death and do eight hours of exercise per day how is that sustainable how is that applicable to any version of normal adult life you can't you literally can't do that it's just you know so that's the second reason the third reason that most diets fail is and actually you know, I was trying to see if I could take most important three. So the number one 
is unsustainability because the diet is wrong. Number two is because unrealistic expectations. Number three um, really here is you probably were not accountable to anyone. There were no stakes. You were not uh, all in. You were not invested. And here's what that means. So for example, um, you, you know the whole um, old um, saying, uh, commitment follows investment, right? So commitment follows investment. If you have, so for example, I'm walking around, look at it, a bunch of these Tesla cars, you see? So this is a $100,000 car, see? This Tesla car, another car. So these are all like $100,000 cars. Now they are, you know, premium price uh, by itself shows that, you know, or kind of gives a perceived um, perception rather of, of higher quality. So people simply think, you know, what is expensive is good. Now, if you look at that or basically take that same idea and uh, apply it here, commitment follows investment. If you are not committed, and this can be monetary, it can be in other ways, your commitment does not have to be money, but a lot of times it really works as, um, you know, monetary commitments really work well. Uh, but it can be anything else. It can be embarrassment. So I have every single one of my private coaching clients, we set stakes. So I say, if you don't do what you have committed to doing for this week, what are the quote unquote punishments gonna be? Like, what is it? How are you invested here? But some of them say, hey, I'm gonna send, you know, $500 to Nazi Organization of America, you know, and I'm gonna do this. And, and usually it's money or someone hates Trump, they're gonna donate $500 to Trump Organization if they hate Hillary or whoever is the, the Democrat, right? So basically you go somewhere where there's pain that is big enough that you want to avoid that at all costs. So. In this case, what I would say is most people start dieting and they say, hey, you know, I'm going to. And actually, most people don't even want to share the um, commitment publicly simply because they're embarrassed that if it doesn't work, all these people are going to call them out. This is exactly what you should do. Share it publicly so that people can. You actually do feel embarrassed. Now, of course, this is a double-edged sword. For a lot of people, this would be a negative uh, approach because they're like, hey, if I actually do my best and fail, which is totally possible in the wrong diet, as we talked about, right? And then, you know, they're basically do their best. They're working their ass off and they still fail because the diet is uh, set up incorrectly. Then they can actually be embarrassed uh, because of all these people who are holding them accountable. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? But generally speaking, accountability really is key. You should be accountable uh, and keep yourself accountable in some way that works for you. And this actually leads us to, um, you know, the second part of this third step, which is what kind of accountability works for you? Do you need someone to, uh, and this goes back to what type of person you are. Do you, are you the towards person or running away from person? Meaning, are you more motivated by pain, getting away from pain or avoiding loss or failure? Or are you more motivated by going towards something, by the reward, right? So this depends, it's, it's not the same. And you should know what works for you. So you can actually, <laughs> yeah, so you can actually uh, use this in order to positively kind of hack your own mind and hack your own psychology. So this is all these things that I, you know, ask my clients constantly more and more and more and more questions because I really want to understand them at a high, uh, at a very, very deep level. So for my clients, I know if someone is motivated by positive things and they want to look at the brighter future, I don't want to tell them anything that is negative and vice versa, right? So as a coach, I, my role is to, um, create results 
and make the experience for you sustainable and enjoyable. That's really the point. In order to do that, I have to really understand what drives them. What, what is it that drives you? So these are the questions that I would like you to ask yourself. Number one, what is your commitment? So let's say you try whatever diet or some other approach and it doesn't work. What happens if it doesn't work, right? What are the stakes? Is it just like, oh, you know, I failed on a diet. Nobody knows. I don't care. Now nah, I'll try it next time. If that's the case, I guarantee you, you have like less than 0.01% chance of success because you're not committed. You're not invested. On the other hand, if you actually are invested, then make sure that you have very, very clear uh, you know, KPIs for every week. Like, what is it that you're doing this week? How are you going to uh, judge this past week, um, you know, as successful or unsuccessful? How are you going to know if this past week was a really great one or was it kind of okay one or did the, you know, whole week suck when it comes to reaching your goal? Was it completely un- um, you know, unsuccessful. And if so, then obviously go back and, you know, make changes. So these are all the things that I as a coach would actually work uh, with individual clients to do this. Of course, this is very, very hard to do in a group coaching setting. So which is, you know, kind of uh, not anything new. But the point is, the second part of this video, which is what I wanted to talk about is how to actually make your diet work and basically lose the weight and get in shape is really the opposite of everything that we've talked about before, right? So the number one reason that people fail on their diet is because the diet is wrong. So the number one reason to succeed on it is to have a custom-made diet that is tailored for you, obviously. Number two, uh, unrealistic expectations. That's why people fail. What is the second thing that you should do in order to have a successful weight loss attempt? It is have realistic expectations. So remember, as a man, you can lose about one pound of body fat per week. As a woman, about half a pound to three quarters of one pound of fat per week. That's how much you can lose. If you're losing more than that, you're not losing body fat. I guarantee you that. Yes, if someone is, let's say, a bigger guy, very overweight, yes, that person can lose one to two pounds maybe per week, but even that's not going to last very long. Maybe, you know, a couple of weeks and it's going to go back to the one, one pound per week because the rate of fat loss simply slows down over time. And the number three reason that people fail is not having enough commitment or rather they're not invested they don't have accountability so they're not, the third step that you should do in order to succeed on your diet is actually be accountable to someone or something ideally someone share your goal publicly um, if this works for you and make sure that you're invested in some way like what are the stakes what is the pain that you're going to avoid at all costs like you're going to do whatever it takes to avoid this pain and then you know if you set up uh, your system in that way, then you're much, much more likely to do that. So for example, Mark, if I asked you, hey, what if, if you don't do the next week, so from today until next Monday, whatever, three workouts, you stick to the macros, you do this, this, this. If you don't do that, you're going to send $1,000 to Nazi Organization of America, right? For example, let's say, hopefully you don't like Nazis, but let's say you don't, right? Would, do you think that you would do the things that you committed to if, the, if you know that if you don't do it, Nazis get $1,000 of your money every week. I think the answer is obvious. So guys, think about how you can set up things in a way that you simply are put in a system where it's almost on autopilot, you cannot fail, and or the pain of um, not going, not you know, following through is so high that you wanna avoid it at all costs. Like you're gonna do whatever it takes. Um, so think about that. 
Let me know in the comments below if you have questions about this. And also, I would like to ask you to post in the comments below, what would be your commitment? Like, how would you set stakes if you and I were working together from today? So in the next 90 days, absolutely guaranteed that you would get ripped. Um, because my coaching is called guaranteed rip for a reason. If we were working together and I asked you, hey, you know, what are we, you know, Omer, Mark, Roger, all of you guys, Brad, who are watching still here, what would you set as your stakes for the week? What would be the thing that you want to avoid at all costs in order to, you know, basically do whatever you committed to doing for this week? What would that be? Let me know in the comments below. And guys, I wish you an awesome uh, Monday. Take these things into consideration next time when you think about losing weight. Um, and have yourself an awesome day. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Thanks for listening to The Ripped Entrepreneur with Coach Amir. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit thealphaentrepreneur.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on The Ripped Entrepreneur.